Welcome to Justice Losers, it's a podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. I'm blanking on it. What am I again? You're orange. I'm orange. No, it's like orange. Like it's a... Orange. Orange. Yeah. Okay. I'm orange. Apparently. <laughs> so I'm told. <laughs> no, I it's me, orange Bat-Nat, juice, but Bat-Nat, I feel like... You know who I am. I feel like I always say orange juice whenever I use something like random. I was like, orange and then I stopped. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's why it sounded so weird. Okay, I get it. Yeah. I'm tired. Me too. We're both very tired. I don't even know why. It's also really hot outside, so it's just kind of generally miserable. Yeah. I don't know. It's just been. And we've had, what, a weird like day. 127 tornadoes in like 12 days? Yeah. Everything's just a giant misery sack in Oklahoma right now. Yep. <laughs> yep. But we're making it through. Yep. Matt, what should people do? Uh, like, subscribe, tell a friend, specifically check out our Twitter. We haven't tweeted anything in a while, have we? You mean I haven't tweeted? You haven't anything. tweeted. Anything I'm gonna tweet while, something right now. Okay, look at that. We're tweeting something right now. And if you're not following us at Just Us Losers Pod, then you're not catching up on this hot and fresh content. Whatever. It's good. I don't know what it's I poopy. Okay. I just tweeted the word poopy. Yeah. <laughs> that's about right. That's 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 pretty on on par with how we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Missing that quality content. If you're not following us. Oh, so okay. Yes. Huh? So follow us. Yep. Follow us. Yeah. Don't forget to tell your friends. Yep. Um, uh, Matt, what you been up to? Uh, well, not a, not a ton of little things. Yeah, um, you've been you've been busy. Yeah, I've been all kinds working. of busy. Yep. Uh, I did go see Endgame again because Hannah hadn't seen it yet. Oh. So dragged her along to that. Yeah. Um, like the first ten minutes or so, I realized how excited I was to see a bunch of things again. Yeah. It's just, and I was just I, the second time through, I was really impressed with how deliberate and well put together just the emotional contour of the whole thing is uh-huh so it starts out with like a double gut punch yeah like and then, before the fucking opening card yeah it's so rude yep and then it just kind of drags it into a really desolate place and leaves it there for a while yep but then it starts throwing in little jokes and things and that's the sort of the perfect way to transition it into kind of the big middle part the, yeah the time heist i guess yep the time um, heist. It's in the, it's yeah. in the movie. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then it, and then the stakes just start getting bigger and bigger towards the end of that, and it turns into sort of the epic superhero movie we wanted, we all wanted. Yep. And it's it's just an, an incredible achievement of craftsmanship. Yep. Um, I agree. And I'd hand it in tears several times. So. Oh yeah. Yep. It's a tearjerker. Yeah, a little bit. Um. Also, we, we stayed through the end of the credits so we could hear the noise, and also because they played the Spider-Man trailer after the credits. Uh, like, Tom Holland popped up at the beginning of the movie and is like, hey, we want to show you the Spider-Man trailer, but it's going to spoil this movie, so stick around for after the credits and we'll show it to you then. Which is cool. Yeah. Showed up in the movie. Like, Hawkeye's family is dusting in the background. And then Tom Holland And then Tom just Holland like, kind of pops out, bad green, bad green yeah. screen. <laughs> No, nothing like that. But um, oh, fucking spoiler alert for Endgame. Well, we've they've released. We're good. Yeah, it's it's been out. Yeah, you've seen it. Everyone has seen it. Everyone. Everyone. Um, what was this? Oh, I stuck around and I heard the. So we heard the noise at the end uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. Um, Hannah thought it was like a bell sound. I had a theory that it was supposed to be the the hammering from when Tony's first building yeah. the Iron Man suit because then that's like. It brings the whole thing full circle, and it's like the end of the Iron Man arc yeah. that sort of defined the first 11 years of the MCU. Yeah. I mean, it really is just a giant Iron Man arc, yeah. if you really think about it. Yeah, a little bit. 
So uh, that's what I took it as. Okay. Not anything meaningful, not a tease for coming ahead. It's sort yeah. of a, like, this is the end. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Let's see. What else did I do? Uh, I read a couple more issues of Swamp Thing, but I'm still not even done with volume six yet. Yeah. I've been kind of a slow week. Slacking on that. Yep. Um, I wanted to finish reading The Omnivore's Dilemma, which I read. Uh -huh. Apparently that's who I am now as a person. Seems accurate. Yeah. Uh, I also played a video game a little bit. So. Okay, I'm actually a little, like, genuinely shocked. What'd you play? Pathologic? I have no idea what that is. It's a independent Russian game from 2005. Because, of course, that's what I was. Oh, wait, play. what is it called? Pathologic. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know it. Um, so, the premise is you're dropped into... You can play one of... I guess one of two characters. You're dropped into a Russian town. Uh, the setting is, seems early 1900s-ish. Kind mm -hmm. of uh, an industrial town. Um, I think in the meat industry. Uh, and I, I like I read some I read something about it that made me really intrigued. Um, mm -hmm. And it's it's so I think the premise is you're dropped into this town and you're supposed to um, go talk to someone or something for your research that your character had been doing previously. But then uh, once you're there, a mysterious illness starts sweeping through the town and this plague just starts decimating the population and your um, your character's a doctor of some sort yeah and so you're supposed to try to figure out what's going on and mm -hmm. solve the issue while staying alive and it's um people people have played it all the way through describe it in just really unique and profound terms mm -hmm. uh like more work of art than video game yeah um i'm bad at video games and this one's really hard to play. <laughs> so, is it a what, what console? Is it? What's it on? I was just playing on PC. Okay. Um, I think originally it might have been a PlayStation game. It's pathologic. Yeah. I'll look it up. Um. So, like spelled actually like pathologic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I spent I spent like two hours just walking at walking speed around this town, um, sort of talking to people that I was supposed to talk to uh -huh. and trying to, I don't know, just piece together various bits of plot information. Oh, Pathologic 2 just came out. Yeah. That's so that's, why I think that's why I heard of it. Yeah. Um, I spent a long time walking around and I was like, okay, clearly there's something going on because someone important was murdered and people are telling different stories about it. And I'm trying to track mm. down different things. There's some sort of conspiracy at play here. Yeah. And I was like, Man, who can I who can I get some some serious information from here? And I saw this very strange looking person running through the streets, and everyone, all the NPCs walk slowly. And there's this strange thing running, and it's like eyes were set far apart, and it was it looked kind of monstrous. And I was like, that's probably a thing. And I tried to go chase down it, chase it down to talk to it, and then it it ran away for a long time. But I eventually caught up to it, and then it turned around and killed me. Oh. What happens when you die? Is it a reset the game or is it a checkpoint? There's a checkpoint. Okay. But I didn't play anymore after that because I was like, the player's other hard. goal is simply to survive to the end of the 12 days by maintaining various resources. The game's yeah. fluctuating economy represents the harsh force of supply and demand in an isolated, disease ridden town. On the edge of town, there is a great building named the Polyhedron. A physical. Jesus Christ. Thump, thump, thump. Like, okay, so. That was just a combination of everything that needs to happen for terror to happen because <laughs> I heard the sound, 
I have the image of what you just described, and also you like kind of bumped the chair at the same time the, the sound happened, <laughs> and I was reading about it, so I was like a little scared. Uh, a physically impossible structure used as a fortress by children on the opposite side lies an ominous cattle... I don't know if I, am I spoiling things for no. you. No, I, okay. I mean I've read. I, I know the. the oh, okay, twist. slaughtering abattoir, 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 uh, with the apiary uh, next to it. Uh, all districts and major buildings of the town are named after body parts in biology. Interesting. Yep. Neat. Yeah, it's a it's a big fleshed out town. The graphics are terrible. Oh, surely. Two thousand four. Independent Russian game from two thousand four. Yeah. So it looks like a uh, mainstream remastered, game from nineteen ninety four. Remastered from two thousand fifteen. I played so. the remastered. Version. Oh God, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So the actually kind of on topic. Uh, have you done anything else? No. Okay. So kind of on topic with that actually. Uh, Assassin's Creed three just released uh, their remastered edition. Mm-hmm. Fucking no difference. They just made it brighter. It's actually <laughs> worse. Like it's <laughs> God, I hate when they do that. It's it's just yeah. uh man. So what I've been doing is Assassin's Creed. I've been playing Assassin's Creed again. Yay! Yay! So for people who like may have been listening for a long time know that Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is my favorite name of all time. Always my number one game. Um so what I wanted to do is I wanted to go through all the Assassin's Creed games. I just wanted to do a marathon this summer and try to get through all the Assassin's Creed 100% of them all. Um, side note, fuck games that put uh, achievements in multiplayer stuff. Mm-hmm. God, because I don't – you don't play Assassin's Creed for multiplayer. No. And I think. it's – and there's stuff like – it's like achievements that rely on other – because the problem with multiplayer achievements is if you're going back – to a really old game like Brotherhood mm-hmm. to 100% it, there's no one playing Brotherhood at uh, uh, multiplayer anymore. That was yeah. eight years ago. Yeah. And like, and it's eight years ago with a new game almost every year. Yeah. So it's way obsolete. Nobody's playing that multiplayer anymore. So it's going to be so hard to get those achievements. I'm just not going to fucking worry about it. Um, but I was playing Assassin's Creed 2 and I realized that my Xbox controller actually has stick drift. Which is a problem that the Xbox One controllers fa- are facing because Microsoft chooses cheap materials. And what stick drift is, is it when, when you leave the stick, it actually kind of sticks a little bit in one direction. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it just registers a very slight press. So uh-huh. with my character standing still, he starts walking really slowly, <laughs> which is a problem in a stealth game. Yep. Because when I hide in a hay bale or a haystack, which is a big thing for Assassin's Creed, yep. you might even remember that because that's I, early I, in the... I do remember yeah. that's a thing. You hide in the haystack, but the moment you move in any direction, you jump out of the haystack. <laughs> so when I'm stealthing, and the way I stealth is I just sit there and I watch and I wait. And if there's like a... Uh, like in the game that I'm playing. So because of the stick drift, I just, I finished two and then I fucked every other, like the Xbox game. So that's two revelations and three or uh, brother revelation three. I just didn't play them. I skipped straight to the one. Cause I switched to PS4 uh-huh. at black flag and all the rest of them are PS4 for me. Cause PS4 is just a generally better console. Fight me on it. Xbox one's not a great console. I'll fight you on it. Microsoft is just knowing nothing about video. Microsoft games. is not a fully entertainment company. Um, so they don't put as much right. effort into their consoles as Sony does. Um, Sony puts the energy into the consoles that they don't put into movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just trying to trying to be like, wait, th- we're talking about the same Sony that yep. made the Amazing Spider-Man too, right? <laughs> yeah, 
but it's because they were focusing on. I think that was around the time they were still developing four, okay. uh, PS4. Um, so How do you explain Venom. Huh? How do you explain Venom? It's a fine movie. That's true. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so stick. So what I'll do, like in 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 Black Flag Four, it's like you get from point A to point B stealthily. Mm-hmm. So what I'll actually do is I will just sit there and wait and pick everyone off. I will just. I like I will walk past my objective to make sure I kill everyone in this area because hmm. it's just so much fun to just like really stealthily and just like yoink a one by one and I'll do that. But to do that, I have to be able to sit in a hay bale for like five minutes. Right. And if I so much as like I could get the Xbox controller to stay, but if I so much as bumped it, the the stick would kind of rattle and stick and right. then I would jump out. And it was just the fucking worst. Yeah, like there were so yeah, many yeah. times that I that my stealth and it would do the same thing. Like if I was hanging on a ledge where you could do a ledge assassination, uh-huh. he would jump up, oh. and then just run into the person. <laughs> like the person would be facing out on the ledge, so I like I would be like at his toes, and mm-hmm. he wouldn't see me. And then I'd just get up right in front of his face, and he'd be like, ah! <laughs> "Do you see me now?" <laughs> uh, so I was just like, "Fuck all those games," and now I'm playing Black Flag. Um, I started four days ago. 100 percented uh uh assassin's creed 2 which includes all the collectibles because instead of playing the game and then going back for all the collectibles what i do is and i'm doing it for black flag which is a much heftier task is the moment a new area is unlocked i will exhaust that area of everything like um so what i'll actually do is if i'm in a city uh like in havana or nassau or like you Mm -hmm. know the fucking cities of the caribbean uh i will run towards the objective, like the um, the quest marker, and if there's any collectibles that I see, I will immediately deviate to go take that, and then yeah. I will just keep doing that. Like if there's a single collectible on my mini map, I'm going to that rather than the thing, and I will just do that exhaustively. <laughs> and I 100%. I've already. Won- I'm at 22% synchronization. And I've only played Black Flag for one day. Okay, <laughs> it's a very effective way of doing things. Like it's just it's the games are so much fun mm-hmm. and. I also just got Kinsey interested in playing them, which I didn't mean to do. I was just talking about it. She's like, oh, I like historical fiction. I'm like, yes. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that. Uh, I read an issue of uh, Teen Titans, which is just, man, still facing the problem of every time I start reading a comic, I'm like, ooh, that'd be a good idea for D&D. So uh, I'll just like put the book down and start writing my campaign. Yep. Uh, yes, that's all I'm gonna do. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, well, where did I leave off last time with the menu shows? Uh, what had I seen? You, you hadn't, f- did you finish Loot Cage 2? Had you finished? Luke I have Cage not two? finished Loot Cage 2 yet. Okay. Because you hadn't finished Loot Cage 2 yet, but you'd started it. Oh, I really? Think. Wow, I'm slowly working. I'm Wait. slugging through Loot Cage 2. Maybe not. Uh, I'm going to go check our text because I kind of gave you updates That's on. That's true. You were, you've been texting me all week, so I might be misremembering uh, this. Matt Dalthorpe, let's see what let's happened see. a week ago. Uh, you said you'd you said you'd said finished. Last week we talked about Punisher. And we wow, no, yep. I had started because uh, they had Gary, Gary Clark Jr., and then I came to pick you up. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of slugging through Luke Cage. It's really not that great. Okay. Like, it's it's the it's just the writing like the i i I know i talked about this last time the Mm -hmm. black mariah character is just the fucking worst yeah just her whole care it's just annoying she goes real flat in one dimension and i hate her annoying yeah um luke cage it's it's like someone is writing this for a 
like an 80s Beverly Hills, like black dynamite, like mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. like soul brother kind of comp, like, yeah, fight, yeah. And then like they talk like that and it's just so weird and it kind of, it makes it feel like it's a joke. Like it's trying to take itself too seriously, yet it's acting like a movie that didn't take itself seriously like Black Dynamite, where it's just a giant spoof of that kind of like soul Harlem like cop, mm-hmm. like uh, buddy cop kind of thing. Okay, and it just it just doesn't feel right. Okay, um, it got a little better with Bushmaster's kind of backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Mariah revealing all the stuff that she reveals is just very forced and i don't like it yeah it's like just don't i don't want her to talk anymore bring got bring back cotton mouth like yeah. do what you did with was... jessica jones where like the, the the season was saved by bringing back david Tennant. yeah <laughs> that's the one mistake that they made in that in luke cage that kind of set them down the, the wrong path yeah and it's just like and shades is an awkward character i really liked him in season two but he got better when he started snitching uh-huh. And, like, his emotions started kicking in. Yeah. But before, it was just like, ooh, I'm going to touch your butt, Black Mariah. That's all I want. Oh, yeah. And You'd only like, seen that part, and that was... Yeah. yeah. At that point, it's like, what are you doing, Shades? Yeah, it's just... What's going on, buddy? Weird. Um, so, uh, the Iron Fist, weirdly okay. Yeah, the, the Weird, little... Weirdly, it's, it's kind of a out-of-place, like... Oh, yeah, uh, no, it's really just, like, we wanted to have a Heroes for Hire episode. It makes more sense in yeah. Luke Cage when we have 13 episodes to burn instead of 10. And yeah. So, it was, it was kind of a fun episode. Yeah. Um I really like the just the version of the Iron Fist character that we saw in that episode. Yeah. He's much more the calm, stoic warrior monk that yeah, than the he's whiny, kind of supposed to be. Yeah, than the whiny asshole. And that, that mostly continues into season two of Iron Fist. Okay, good. Which is good. Yeah. Um... One of the things I kind of noticed was when they were like when they raided the the warehouse thing. Mm-hmm. It's so funny that once they separate, so Luke Cage can't be bulletproof for Danny. Mm-hmm. All the guns are out the window, and everyone's got crowbars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, they're separated. Can't have guns now. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's very much just like it's. I it bothers me when they do that when they like they make they make the stakes even when they shouldn't. Yeah. Sometimes be even. Yeah. Um, Your brain realizes that. Can't uh, Iron Fist's Iron Fist stop bullets? Probably. I think. Does he always have to have it in a fist, or can he do it with an open hand? I would imagine he could do it with an open hand, but maybe he hasn't learned how to yet. Just open your hand. Yeah. Mm, Actually, no. On second thought, I think it would have to be the fist. Really? There's some, they get a little more into the rules in season two, okay. but it's actually going to be a little spoilery if I get into it. Okay. So. Um, yeah. So. I thought it was kind of interesting to see him be all like monkey and kind of monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Monk-ish. Very, yeah, he's very zen and like Luke Cage yeah. comes into that in kind of a bad spot and he sort yeah. of calms him. And yeah. That's good stuff. Yep. Uh, the dad is pretty cool. I like the dad's role. Mm-hmm. His dad's role in all stuff. Yeah. So, yep, that's that's where I am in that stuff. Uh, next next is Iron Fist. Yep. And, and then, then I'm probably going to do Downton Abbey, I believe, is my next task. Probably. Because so. that's a good like you can put on in the background. Yeah. So, yep, that's what I've been up to. All right. News. Mostly snow, slow snow news week. Snow lose week. Snow lose week. We've been losing snow. We've been losing so it's much It's a real snow. problem. It, it seems to happen every year about this time. Scientists are so About confused. this time? It's June. 
Gosh, I feel like the snow is June. long gone. Wow. Oh, happy Pride Month, by the way. Is I'm so you proud. Say? I don't know. Yeah. Yay, Pride. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so news. Um, uh, a few trailers. Such as? Rambo Last Blood. Oh, we got a Rambo trailer? Looks bad. Yeah, probably. It looks like they're like, we're going to do Logan, except we don't have know how to do movies. <laughs> Good. Great. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Sylvester Stallone is no Hugh Jackman. Oh, man. He's also, he also needs to be done acting. I mean, no knock on him. He can, he can be a good actor. Yeah. He's good in Rocky. He's good when he shows up in Creed. That's mostly it. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, 47 meters down, uncaged. Should have been 48 meters down for one thing. Yeah. Get it? Because, like, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then they do all the prequel series where it's like (laughs) one meter down to 46 meters down. (laughs) Got just unlimited content, but no, uncaged, which I only mentioned because it has one of the worst shark effects I've ever seen. Have you seen the Meg? No. Go see that. I probably (laughs) won't, but uh, let's see. What else? Um, Onward? Oh, which is the the next Pixar movie. That looks adorable. That does look very fun. It looks amazing. It's Um, got Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Yes, it does. Tom Holly? Holland. You said Holly. I kind of blurred it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's a... Yeah, fantasy world in the fantasy, modern age. Suburb, it, the world seemed really well realized. Like, it it didn't look like sort of a Disney-fied, oh, look at the suburbs where the lawns are well-maintained and life is yeah. normal. There's like, it, it just, it, I don't know, it, it reminded me of real life. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Which is weird to say, but no, yeah, it it looks like a really well-realized world, and of course, we have no idea what the plot's going to be at this point. Yeah. Some sort of quest thing. Yeah. But yeah, I trust Pixar. Yeah. Mostly. I feel like they're going to make the, like, the the plot is going to be an actual, like, it's an actual quest, like a fantasy quest. Uh Uh-huh. But it's just, like, put in, it's a juxtapose, it's almost like a, was it Disenchanted? Is that what the... The, like the princess, yeah. the fantasy princess, put in real in real life, just like the juxtaposition of like what your your expectations versus reality. Mm-hmm. So it's like go find the magical eggs, and he's just like we took a plane kind of thing. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like super. It's just the in the real world, and he's got to get through like actual security. Like <laughs> magical yeah. eggs. I don't know. Is that really? Fantasy? You're a D&D man. You should be able to come up with a better MacGuffin than that Fucking off the top of your head. Fucking Enchanted Sword. I don't know. There we go. Yeah, That's like, more like it. Get the pieces. Classic. The en- get the pieces to the Enchanted Axe. They put it together and then it releases the, uh, releases Demogoth, the Beholder. And only the Axe can actually kill him. Yeah. Okay. Fucking sure. Whatever. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> what the fuck ever. Let's see. <laughs> um... We got another Swamp Thing trailer, and also the first episode, which yes. I haven't watched yet. Uh, cold Open actually is pretty good. Okay. I watched the Cold Open in the in the um, uh, the intro. All right. But I was, Kinsey and I were watching Game of Thrones, so I uh, stopped it after that. But Cold I'll Open's watch. actually pretty good. Uh, okay. They kill everyone immediately. Fun. There's like three characters, and they just murder them right there. <laughs> All right. I was it's, like that. It's pretty bloody. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, James Wan's involved. Yeah. So it's seems all right that they're definitely going with the horror thing i think it's i'm oh, yeah. gonna 
rewatch that on the projector. Uh huh. What are you doing after this? Uh, I watch the laundry first and dinner and taking care of Martin's cat. Uh, well, if you want to watch the first episode on the projector, let me let me know. I probably do. Because at be, some point, that'd be better but... to watch on the projector than on my fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but looks okay. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be better than Titans. Yeah. Which is not a no, what a reach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then the Goldfinch, which the I'm what? excited about. The Goldfinch. What's that? That's based on the book that everyone read a few years ago. I didn't read it. Right, because you don't read. I don't read. I'm glad that it's... Is it true that you can't read? Huh? Is it true that you can't read? As some have alleged. Shut up. Why the fuck do you think I read... Are you dodging the question, sir? Why the fuck do you think I read comics? It's (laughs) because it's just pictures and I can assume what's going on. I can figure (laughs) out out what's going on. Really? With a Marv Wolfman comic, you can just assume what's going on? Yeah, why do you think it takes me so long to read? Because I'm staring (laughs) at the page for so long, just trying to figure out what's going on. (laughs) I'm like, why is this... Why is this guy with the eye patch and this green kid just sitting in a cafe talking for four pages? What's going on? <laughs> I'm just staring at it, trying to get the emotions from it. Yep. God, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go no. back to Beast Boy and uh, Deathstroke just hashing out their issues at the end of a giant revenge arc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it, uh, it looks like it's going to be a, a well-done adaptation of a good book, which is... Usually a promising sign. Mm-hmm. The, it's a guy who directed Brooklyn, which I think won a couple Oscars a few years back. Um, it's got Ansel Elgort oh, and I know him. Uh, Jeffrey Wright and uh, Finn Wolfhard. Oh, that's the other thing I've been doing. I've been very slowly rewatching some Stranger Things with Hannah. In I should probably rewatch that for, stuff. Yeah, we've got a month. Got a month and three days. Hype. Hype. Oh man, just just rewatching one episode, I I forget how good that show is. Yeah, it's. Oh, you really need to go just, back and watch I, it. I don't even have words for it. It's a so good, good show. So good. Goldfinch looks pretty good too. Cool. It's about a goldfinch. Oh, is it? It's actually not. Oh. It's about a about it. boy coming of age in very difficult circumstances. Oh. Because his mom dies. Oh. In an explosion. Oh. Give me one more. And then he steals a valuable painting. Oh. Of a goldfinch. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ended on ah. Uh. Uh, we have lots of just kind of teases for E3, which is going to be the episode in two weeks. Because uh, E3. Um, so, yeah, we've got uh, apparently Ubisoft is Ubisoft, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. I say Ubisoft. I don't know why I said Ubisoft. 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 Um, Ubisoft teases one or two surprises for E3. Um, I'm expecting... I'm surprised I haven't seen this everywhere. I'm expecting another, like, kind of uh, uh, an update for Elder Scrolls Six because uh, we got yeah. our teaser trailer last E3, mm-hmm. and so it's been a year. So, like, I'm, I'm surprised I'm not seeing the internet fucking explode. Be like, are we getting hit this? Like, are we getting like a trailer or like something else? Well, we're gonna get something. Sure. I just hope it's just not another teaser trailer mm-hmm. and with nothing else. Right. Um, we know where it's gonna be set likely where's it going to be set um it's either the breton uh world of mm, nope nope i'm not even gonna say this it i'm gonna embarrass myself for you i honestly it's less it, it's less embarrassing than just saying the wrong thing 
Okay. Um, I'm actually not super into the lore of Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not knowledgeable in all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you fucking back and forth what happens in Skyrim. Because <laughs> oh, I've played that a million times. Yep. Uh, Matt Prelberg, my friend, is actually a like genius when it comes to that stuff. Okay. He's the one that reads all the in-game books. And he knows, uh-huh. like, the... There's a series called The Argonian Maid, which he's obsessed with. Like, he'll, uh, he knows that whole thing. It's like this sat- satire series. In uh-huh. the, like, they write these books in the game, and he, like, reads them all. Um, he knows what it is. But uh, it's likely the Breton homeworld or the Imperial homeworld. Um, homeworld. Uh, home, home country. Homeworld, uh, I was like. Because Skyrim is uh, the Nords. Uh, Morrowind is the Dark Elves and... Oh no. Uh Oblivion takes place in Oh, you son of a bitch, Preston. You stupid idiot. I concur. I will have more details in two <laughs> weeks when we do the E three episode. I will do a bit more research on this. Okay. But yeah, so that's coming up. Uh lots of lots of stuff. Potentially uh a new Assassin's Creed game. Hope not, because after uh Syndicate they're like, maybe we should take two years to make a game and they did and they released origins which was a great game and then they just went back to releasing a year mm-hmm. when they released odyssey which by all accounts is apparently a great game mm-hmm. and i need to go play it when i have money um that's also what i've been doing spending money on repairs uh for my car yay yay which thank god it's not a transmission thing it's a spark plugs thing oh so relieving uh, I also found a part of my engine that was detached today. Oh, yeah, that's a. It's the thing. Uh, so it's a part that I have that I just got uh-huh. a new part for because they said it was it was cracked so they taped it. Um, but that was a year ago, and then a few yeah. weeks ago when I was getting my brakes checked, they're like, "Hey, there's this part that's taped. You should get it checked out." I'm like, "Fuck, that's right. They taped that a year ago. Mm-hmm. That's bad." And then so we ordered a new part, and then I like brought it out to my car to kind of like look at like where it goes. And then I kind of yanked on it, and it was fully detached from the block. It's the uh, air intake. So it's not actually, like, super bad. It's just mm-hmm. the air that's coming in is not filtered air. Mm-hmm. So it's just dirtying my engine a little bit, which isn't as bad for my engine as, like, you know, a transmission slip. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm slowly repairing my stuff. Um, is your face on that list of things to repair listen it's so expensive to fix this like it's not just one like hey adjust the nose this way it's a full fucking full reconstruction that's yeah. gonna fix this shit okay I, I'm, but you're saving for this correct huh you're saving up for this correct i can't i literally will never have enough money to fix what's my face is <laughs> not with that attitude <laughs> <laughs> honestly what's gonna fix it is probably just jumping into a volcano <laughs> <laughs> fucking mordor style yep uh but yeah so e3 is happening i will have updates probably next week for a bit more of like what we're expecting and then we will have an e3 episode and i will and i will be completely out of my depth but it'll be fun yep and i will probably have somebody on we had mara on last year i might have uh either brendan or uh carter on okay because they're both video game people Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense yep all right okay uh any other news not that i've got all right what are we talking about today matt fox sucks does it nah i don't know i mean it's it's a a almost officially defunct movie studio yeah so well what's going on with fox like what so they've got some pretty shitty movies and some okay ones but they've got also some pretty good movies i went through the list actually of 
everything they've done since 2000. It's not a great list. But they've also got some pretty good shows. They do. And they are maintaining control of their shows. I are think. they? No, mm, no. That's not correct. They're maintaining control of their live TV programming. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're the keeping shows, their news. The shows they're giving up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Disney, in case you hadn't heard, is buying Fox. Bot Fox. Bot Fox. It's done. Breaking news. Yeah, fucking. It's been breaking for like two years. We're recording this episode in October of 2016. <laughs> <laughs> like way behind on it. Uh, but yeah, no, so that's happened. We've kind of covered that as it slowly happened. Yep. Uh, the buying price was $71.3 billion. Yep. They don't get the live TV, including news or sports, but they do get uh, the shows. They get the entire library of movies. They get access to all the character rights, which yep. Marvel's excited about because they get... Oh! The Fantastic Almost Four all of characters. and the X-Men. And I'm, every time I slap my hands, my sunglasses move. That's exciting. And I'm going to just play with them now instead of doing the episode. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Woo! Fox sucks. Bye! No. Um, no. Uh, but yeah, so Fox was like, Fox is basically wanting to focus more on news. And yep. that includes sports. Yes. Um, which is kind of funny that they're selling their entertainment to Disney to focus on news and sports. They're selling it to Disney, which has ESPN, which has basically a lock on the sports industry. So, up to a point. Solid. Uh, where do you go for sports news? You go to ESPN. CBS. Really? And MLB.com. Yeah, well, you're stupid. So everyone else goes to uh, goes to ESPN. Okay. <laughs> Good for so, them. <laughs> so yeah. So they're that's an interesting that they're selling to their actual competitor. Yeah. Uh, I I think they actually might be making kind of a smart move here, getting out of the entertainment market before it undergoes some serious disruption over yeah. the next few years, as we talked about last week. Yep. Boom! Tie back. Look Woo! at me go. Awesome. I definitely didn't ruin it by calling attention to it. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. So yeah, that uh, so let's 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 have a, a memorial for Fox movies. Shall right, we? What have they done? Uh, they've ruined a lot of things. Have they? It's, I was going through their list and I was surprised they're responsible for the demise. Well, it, the rise of the alien franchise in the seventies yeah. and eighties. First two. And also movies. the demise of the alien franchise. And then the, the with, bad the last four bad movies. Uh, yeah. So they, they're responsible for all the Alien versus Predator stuff. Yep, Alien vs. Predator is a pretty good movie, and then all the rest of them are bad. Yep, and then they're responsible for Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Both of all those are bad. Both of yep. those are bad. Prometheus just tickles my happy brain buttons in a weird way that I can't explain. I know it's a bad movie, but I can't <laughs> help liking it, and I don't understand it. Yeah. It's just something about the cinematography and the way they talk, and you know what you know what it is? It's got Idris Elba in it. Oh, does it? Yeah. That's what it is. Like... It yourself, but does role. tickle your happy brain holes. Something like that. Happy brain holes. That reminds me. We, we saw the Hobbs and Shaw trailer, the the new one oh. in, at Endgame. Uh-huh. Like, that's so much fun. That's so much I'm fun. I'm going to that opening night. I've never oh, seen God. a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have no context, but it just looks like so much fun. Yeah. It's 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 one of my all-time favorite trailers. Yeah. Just that's pretty no good. irony. Yeah. No irony. I genuinely love it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so they, yeah, they kind of messed up Alien. They seem to have a habit of trying to capitalize on things. Do they now? Um, the Planet of the Apes reboot, which admittedly turned out really well, all things considered, but that was definitely just a cash grab. Yeah. I mean, they're also responsible for the Tim Burton version in the early aughts, because I think they've had the rights to these forever. Yeah. Um, 
so that was that was dangerously close to making that franchise as toxic as pro- as toxic a property as Alien has become. Yeah, but the graphics were really uh, like the CGI is really good in it, and the uh, and you got Andy Serkis, who you can't go wrong with. Yeah, and they had some some talented people behind the camera. Matt Reeves is really worth. Yeah, he uh, did the he did the second two movies. We didn't talk about that. What? Back to news. Back to news. Okay, we're talking back news again. Okay. Batman. What about it? Robert what Pattinson it? is what official, it? and they're gonna they're announcing like an actual full release of an announcement from Warner Brothers soon, uh, like okay. inevitably, in- inevitably. Okay. Air quotes, because uh, apparently it was between him and um, Chris Holt. Chris. No. Chris. Chris Holt. Michael Holt. Charlie Holt. Daniel Holt. <laughs> Eusebius Holt. Willie Holt. Preston Holt. Quincy Holt. This joke is dead. Xavier Holt. Hey, that's Nicholas. It's Nicholas. Nicholas Holt. That's who we it got is. it. <laughs> 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 the joke worked. He didn't even look it up on his phone, guys. No, that, that, was that was genuine. Actually it. Uh, yes. Uh, Nicholas Holt, who is the guy who played, uh, speaking of Fox, who plays Beast. Exactly. Or Hank. Beast. Young Beast. Young Beast. Yeah. Baby Beast. Um, slash the. I guess now just current version. Yeah. Um, I, I like Robert Pattinson's jawline more than Xavier Holt. exactly Holtz. what I was going to say. <laughs> he's got uh, – Nicholas Holt's a, he's a good actor, but he's got kind of a little round face there that he's just He's a doesn't... little baby kid. But admittedly, Michael Keaton has the roundest head in Hollywood, and yet he made a good Batman. But that was – that was the first Batman, like, to make it work. Adam West resents that shit, comment. Sh- get that shit out of my face. <laughs> God, people expecting the Adam West Batman level of Batman to be in current Batmans. Like, I actually found out recently that some people were pissed off about the um, Christopher Nolan Batmans because he was too serious. And I'm like, do you fucking know who Batman is? Have you read a goddamn? Co- have you first of all read a goddamn comic? Second of all, watched a recent goddamn Batman movie? Are you in this like this just? like zone where it's just adam west and you're goofy and no get out of my face that's very strange i'm pretty so i know the first batman movie i ever watched was the adam west one from the 60s and i'm pretty sure the second one i watched was dark knight but i made that leap pretty comfortably (laughs) well some people are just dumb this is true some people get attached to what they know and refuse to let what they don't know become a thing that they can know and love uh, that was a some... really convoluted way to say something. You say some people, everyone is that way. It's true. Just on different things. Like if I tried to get you to like play checkers instead of chess for the rest of your life, you would not go for that. Well, there's the thing. Cause you're saying instead, if you got me to learn checkers, which is a new thing and a different thing. And one thing that I disrespect as a chess player, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, checkers um... is chess for people who aren't smart. There, I said it. I'm not even good enough to play checkers. Like I'll lose at checkers. I'm just I'm just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably true. So uh yeah. So that that whole Batman thing. Anyway, anyway, moving on. Speaking of Batman Nope. I didn't have a no, that doesn't Speaking of Michael Holt. Speaking of Nicholas. Nicholas fuck. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> Charles Holt. Hank Holt. Hank Holt. Yeah. I thought that's what you're doing with the Charles joke, but. Oh. Uh, or no, the, the Xavier. Xavier. Holt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Professor Xavier. Because uh, he's also bald in X-Men. 
Is he? Xavier? Xavier's bald. Holt's not. Isn't he? No, he's got hair. No. Why am I pic Oh, I know I'm picturing him with no hair. Mad Max Fury Road, that's why. Oh, is he in that? Yeah, he's really good in that. Uh, oh, he's one of he's one of the witness me guys that does yeah. it like three times. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna die now, and he does it. He's like, God <laughs> dang it. <laughs> uh, witness me live. Yep. Well, let's let's talk about X Men for a bit because this has kind of been Fox's flagship franchise for the past fifteen years. Wow, that was a bunch of F's. I know. I wanted to say I I meant to say twenty years or nineteen years. Like or Fantastic Four been. flagship franchise for fifteen fucking years. <laughs> exactly, because the first one came out in two thousand four. Hey, hey, wow! Every two thousand four. Whoa, this is getting spooky. Freaky. Fantasmagorical. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Five ball, moving on. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, we're so tired. So they really hit it with X Men. Oh yeah, and like, then they sort of started missing. But the yeah. those first two were well before there was Batman, there was Superman, and there was Batman, and then there was superhero movies. Uh huh. And they had the first of the sweeping superhero movies boom starting in 2000 and that it kind of doesn't hold up the effects aren't great and the pacing's weird but it's you know it's it's fine and at the time it was very exciting and yeah. new and everyone was like wow look at this we can it's do so 2000s with the explosions and the title cards yeah we can do a modern superhero movie Woo -wee! boom yeah, now x2 kind of genuinely does hold up that's a real solid movie really yeah oh the the effects are better and the story is darker and stronger, and okay. um, it's not a perfect movie by any stretch. But it it released that movie today with like I don't know commensurate effects, and I'd be a that'd be a solid movie. People would go see that. Yeah. Um. And so they thought they were on the top of the world, and they thought we'll do the Dark Phoenix Saga, except we'll get Brett Ratner to direct. For Brett Ratner some reason yeah the last stand yeah that's oh, is that who plays i don't know i didn't know actors and actresses back then who plays gene uh famke jansen famke jansen what else is she in i don't know movies i don't think i've ever seen her in anything else which is a little weird to me yeah because she's in goldeneye and taken Oh right, and Hansel and Gretel. She's the Taken two, the I wife spy, and Taken, Taken three, and the Wolverine. Right, because she shows up in like a dream yeah. sequence. Yeah, House um, on Haunted Hill. Huh, interesting. Okay. Anyway, anyway, anyway yeah, they kind of botched that one. I think because boy, did they! I don't know. It feels like just looking through a lot of their adaptations and stuff that they are a little comfortable taking liberties especially when they feel like they've got a sure winner. Uh -huh. And so they really blot, bot, blotched. Blotched? Blotched. We are not okay right now. This is this is a mess right here. This is, uh, is going to be one of those. We'll just file that one away under the don't ever listen to this again. Yeah. Yep. Listen to it for the knowledge and then not for the humor because the humor has been subpar today. Laughing at us mostly, not with us. Or laughing at like the face you make when you hear the joke. Yeah. Like, cause that's always fun. Whenever you hear a joke and then you like make a face and you're like looking in a mirror 
and you like see the face you just made and that's kind of funny. Yeah. That's what's going on right now. Yep. I do that sometimes. Well, I laugh every time I see my own face. Yeah. Because I get to see it eight times because every time I look in the mirror, it shatters the mirror. So I see eight different shards of my right, face. Right, right. Yeah, and it's, a choice, it's always a choice between laughing and crying. And I think laughing is probably more helpful psychologically. It's, uh, I mean, it's, you usually can't really tell the difference between my laughing and crying because it's usually just one giant maniacal mess. Okay. Or screaming. That's, okay, that makes so much sense because I, I was sitting here thinking you thought The Hunt was a comedy and that... That didn't make much sense to me. Oh yeah, no, I was crying. Okay, I was screaming. That, but it's okay. like a that Joker really laugh that. kind of scream. Like imagine okay. like Mark Hamill's Joker laugh, but like more guttural and horrifying. <laughs> that was in no fucking way <laughs> close to either Mark Hamill's Joker laugh, guttural. Oh, that no, was horrifying. That's for sure. <laughs> whatever that was <laughs> that's my audition for the joker ladies and gentlemen wow you're fired <laughs> <laughs> still better than jared leto <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> speaking of which i rewatched that joker trailer the standalone one you know that they're doing oh yeah with joaquin phoenix that yeah. i forgot existed until the yeah. trailer popped up when i was scrolling through imdb's re- recent trailers uh-huh. list i rewatched that and that one that, that movie's growing on me more and more every time i see that trailer uh-huh it's just, it it looks ambitious and weird and different. And yeah. It's very easy to mess up, I'm sure. But I think DC's just trying to do different things now and not yeah. try to do the Marvel thing. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Don't it's, do the Marvel thing. Or the, the Fox thing by doing your last stand wrong there. Segwayed backwards. Hey, we're, we're back, folks. Yep. They then followed that up with X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yes. Which you so. really hate. Oh, it's the worst. Like, it's so hard to watch. It's just, like, it, it's bad. See, I refuse to believe that. Because, so the effects are not good. There's, like, you look at his claws and it's just cartoony. Yeah. It, it, It looks like it's, like... You're in a video game and your character puts like a hand on a fence or something and the fence glitches through. It looks like that. Yeah. It doesn't look like there's any actual connection to his flesh. Yeah. But, and the the action's really bad and it's too excited about its own action and it is like gratuitous and he like jumps up and claws a helicopter rotor in slow motion and it's just like, what? No. It does the walking away from an explosion thing, like, twice. Oh, yeah. Several times. And, mo- well, most people hate it because it butchers Deadpool. That's also a reason I don't like it. Which, I think if you pretend that that character is not Deadpool, it's fine. Uh-huh. And the story is actually pretty solid. I haven't seen it in forever. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's probably just, like, one of those, like, kind of you uh, hating uh, Claire de Lune. Where it's just like, you didn't like it, and then it just kind of slowly descended into a deep hatred of it. Because you even have admitted yourself that it's kind of an un, unearned, hate, like, severe hatred of yeah, it. Yeah, no, but I hate it because I hate Debussy. Yeah. With an irrational flaming Exactly, yeah, so that's irrational. That's that gives him a... Yeah. Right. So, like, for me, it's just kind of like, I kind of went along with, like, I, I don't care enough about Marvel to form really my own opinions. <laughs> So I kind of just went with the, with the culture and went with the extreme on that. And All right. Well, you should take my opinion because I think the culture's wrong. You're... I think the culture overreacted to the whole Deadpool thing. 
and they blew it out of proportion and said this movie is bad because it butchers Deadpool. Deadpool fans are the loudmouth fans. It's true. Same that the Harley Quinn fans are the loudmouth yeah. fans. Um, so of course, if you get that wrong, then you get all that you hear is that Deadpool was wrong and the movie's the worst because it's the Deadpool fans screaming and losing their shit. Right. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's a great movie. Oh. I mean, the writing is mostly just really obvious and cliche and yeah. not great. And the, like I said, the action's bad. Uh, but the, the story does a couple of really interesting things. Yeah. Um, the ending is surprisingly bold. Killing him, kind of. Killing who? Killing uh, uh, Wolverine. Like, well, not killing him, but killing his memories. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, leaving him with no memories. It's just, it's kind of a dark note. Yeah. So. Did that, does that ever come back? Yeah, I think so. Because he's like, I don't know what my past is. When did they say that? And, like, all of the X-Men movies. Oh, really? Like, I'm Wolverine, I don't know who i am oh they had to explain that okay so wolverine origins they have to explain his yeah um let's see and then i think chronologically in terms of release they did first class first class next then the wolverine really feels again like a cash grab that they just happened to hit because they grabbed a director whose first name was matthew yeah matthew vaughn in this case Mm -hmm. um who then did uh kingsman kingsman also under their label really yeah interesting that's another fox property um, oh no that means disney has uh image properties fuck is that how that works well i mean if they if fox has the uh, as the kingsman property mm-hmm. kingsman isn't oh yeah it's uh, it's an image no it's not it's a millar world miller world yeah so like it's him doing his own thing it's not an image yeah. never mind we're good okay Whew. scared me there for a second don't want disney to have oh man honestly i just like just yeah Image is too grotesque mm-hmm. and really just provocative yeah. for Disney to handle. Yeah, Disneyfying it would be the exact wrong thing to do. Man, can you imagine the fucking happy Disney version of Kill or Be Killed? <laughs> Bill uh. or Be Billed. <laughs> it's about a taxpayer who like who like has to has to collect taxes, uh, or has is a bill bill collector and has to has to bill people at once a month. Wow, that! Oh my God! I th- did we just write a movie? Wow, you can literally <laughs> translate "kill or be killed" to a bill collector literally by translating the word "bill," because he has to bill someone so that he can pay so his that own he can bills. pay his own bills, or so the hook, so he that so that he can yeah. Is this all so just it's a his meta- literal rent? Is this all just a metaphor for paying? Holy bills? shit! Ed Brubaker, <laughs> <laughs> well, like Ed Bill Baker. <laughs> Or Bill Brubaker. Brew Brew Biller? Brew Biller? Bill 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 Biller? (laughs) This is deteriorating Uh, fast. That was actually an interesting point, but boy did our current states of mind ruin it. (laughs) Yes, it did. I don't know if it was our states of mind or just the way we are. Probably the way we are that ruined it more. A little both. A little both. So then the Wolverine. Yeah, well, I mean, let's talk about first class. First first class 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 is good. Yeah, it's a... It feels very much like they were like, okay, well, we did our X-Men trilogy. Let's do a prequel and cash grab it. But then it actually happened to be a good movie. Yeah. Because they got good actors and a good director and told a good they story. They did get very good actors. Yeah. I got to say, uh, as much as like 
Ian McKellen and what's his face uh, Picard. I did watch that trailer. Patrick Stewart. There you go. <laughs> as much as they're like absolutely iconic and sort of the perfect casting for the comic book versions that are the old people. Uh, you got James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, which are essentially the young versions of them. Yeah. Like just like the actors themselves are a young version of Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. McAvoy's face is too round. It's not the same shape as James Stewart's. James Stewart? No, that's the wonderful life guy. Yeah, James uh, Holt. James Holt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Uh, Mike, or Nick, oh, I almost called him Michael. Nicholas Holt is not going to have his first name the same ever again. I'm just going to always call him by a different first name yep. for the rest of my life. That's appropriate. Adding him to the, to the list of the actors that we never say right. Exactly. Uh, I timed that uh very well because it cut out the buzzer from the thing. From the laundry, yeah. Laundry thing. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes, first class is good. Wolverine. Um, the Wolverine. That's the official title yeah the wolverine the wolverine uh i have a very conflicted relationship about that i one. have not is that the that's the one in japan it's in, yeah right? it's in japan what's the third wolverine movie logan okay so i've got this weird i swear that that the wolverine the japanese wolverine was the third wolverine movie there i think this i think we've actually had this conversation a while ago Hmm. where I thought there was a second one that I was just incorrect. But I think just it's been so solidified in my mind because I never actually had to have it corrected mm-hmm. that it's just in my brain that Wolverine is the third Wolverine movie. That there's one between that one and Origins. Right. And I'm just like, I've always been like, what is that one? I thought I always forgot it, but what the fuck? Get it together. And it also just doesn't feel like that one came out after X-Men First Class. Yeah. Like, that one feels like it's kind of always been there, but also I remember seeing the trailers because it yeah. came out, what, 2013? Yep. So yeah, trailers would have been coming out 2012, 2013. I would have been in high school, like old enough yeah. to think about movies. I think I went with my parents now that I think about it. Yeah, I did, didn't go to it. I don't think I went to an X-Men movie until Days of Future Past. Mm. Um, but I saw it with my mom Yeah, because we were going through all the X-Men movies and that one – I think it'd come out at that point, but I don't know. As as I was saying, I got a real conflicted relationship with this one because I want to like it and I like a lot of the things it does, but as a whole package, it didn't really work for me. Yeah. Honestly, the giant metal samurai just kind of doesn't click with the grounded real world thing that they kind of go for with X-Men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is that an actual character in the comics? Loosely. Okay. Yeah. Sort of, I think. All right. I haven't read a lot of X-Men. Yeah. You'll have to get on that eventually. Yeah, probably. I should read Dark Phoenix before yeah. this week. Before, yeah, we got we got this is the week it's coming out. It's coming out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Mm. So that's the Wolverine. Anyway, yeah, Wolverine. Uh Days of Days of Past of the Future yeah. tense. I really liked that one when I saw it in theaters when I was probably I would have been eighteen, I guess, but uh, Honestly, I was so sense. lost when I was watching it because mm-hmm. I didn't really make the connection that it was like the same universe, and like I really didn't care that much about uh, it. Like I was just like, "What's this is happening?" Oh, short man. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that was my first experience with Peter Dinklage because <laughs> I do not like Elf. Oh, and I never really made that connection that Peter Dinklage is everywhere, and then you know now he's in Game of Thrones. Was in Game of Thrones. Yep, 
Anyway, but yeah, Days of Future Past. Some pretty interesting, like, watching the teamwork fight and people jump through portals and mm-hmm. Ice Ice doing his stuff and mm-hmm. Wolverine being all things and Kitty Pride being all, I'm going to touch your forehead and you'll you'll be in the past. And the great Quicksilver scene. Oh, yeah. That's, like, that's iconic the, right that's there. That, that's, that's this movie. Oh, that is this movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty mind blowing. First time I saw that. That was that's a good scene. I think that that was I, that might be a big part of the reason I'm bumping up bumping it up a notch in my head. Yeah, like I think it's I haven't seen it since 2014, but I imagine it's probably still a pretty solid movie. So they have so in Days of Future Past or uh, in uh, First Class, there's the one scene where they walk up to Wolverine. He's like, "Fuck off." Mm-hmm. Like that's that one, yeah, which is great because that's you can you can put one non-sexual perfect. fuck in that were in that in a PG thirteen movie and they used it perfectly. Yep. Um, and then this one was like that he was put back in that a future him was put back into that the fuck off one's body, uh-huh. and he was supposed to go find the X Men to put him together or something. Um, he had to help old professor x get his life back together because he was taking some drug that could make him walk make again him walk, but it was depressing but it was his, his powers brain. yeah and also magneto wanted to kill someone magneto usually wants to kill someone yeah so they probably stopped magneto from killing someone yeah i think richard but no they had it. but they had to break magneto out that's what the that's what uh, that fight scene is right it's like the there it's quicksilver xavier uh wolverine and and uh, probably stopping the sentinels from being invented yeah and that's, that's what, what that was okay. like they had to stop right. uh short dude from inventing the sentinels mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense short dude peter dinklage i don't know what the fucking character's name is Emmy winning actor come on well no i know what his name is i just <laughs> didn't want to i didn't know the boulevard name trask yet. huh boulevard trask trask cool how did you know that i know things all right you drink things you drink and you know things i know when i drink things <laughs> i know when i drink things I mostly don't. It's kind of subconscious at this point. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no. So, all right, so that's it's a pretty interesting movie. I like. Yeah. I like. It's a good way of resetting a universe. Yeah. So, let's do a brief accounting at this point. So they've have I think four definite hits at this point: X Men One and Two, Days of Future Past, First Class. Um, yep. Last Stand is not good. That's a definite miss. Yep. Um, Origins Wolverine the bad miss as much as i think it's entirely watchable and fun that just given the public reception and yeah. stuff and given that it's sort of that coming right after last stand soured people on x-men a little bit and gave the franchise maybe a worse reputation than it deserved uh-huh uh so we'll call that a miss and then the wolverine call it a push i guess it's not a huge miss it takes some interesting risks and yeah it's a little darker um and then deadpool happened and then deadpool happened and what a hit Fox finally did something right because they were they were thinking about doing a movie. God, Deadpool. Way back I when. think uh, Ryan Reynolds was like lobbying for that movie to be done for like five years. Yeah, and someone finally leaked that bit of test footage. Yeah, and Fox saw that. Well, the internet saw that, and they were like, "This is kind of the greatest thing ever." Yeah, and then Fox saw that the internet saw that that was pretty much the greatest thing ever, and. Somehow made all the right decisions to get it to land. Yep, and also like 
live up to that test footage. Yeah. In fact, putting the test footage in the movie. Yeah. Like that exact scene is in there. Yeah. Mostly. It's it's similar. Yeah. Yeah, it's similar. They had to actually like adjust it to be, you know, plot. The correct right. plot, but same premise, sitting on an overpass, jumps down into a thing, kills a bunch of people. Yay. Yep. yep. <laughs> so do you suppose that's more a case of blind squirrels finding a nut, or were they actually kind of figuring things out at that point? Uh I think it's a case of the the monkey theory. Or the mili- or the infinite monkey theory. Okay. It's like you you fucking shit out enough movies, you're gonna hit a you're gonna make a wonder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think they'd also been doing reasonably well with the X Men property at this point. It's yeah. Even if the critical reception's not great, the studio mostly just cares about the money. And, and they've all been making money. I think what made it helpful is that they didn't have to shoehorn in the other X-Men into it. Right. Because So they were just like, yeah, just make it rated R. Go for it. We'll, we'll give you $50 million and see what you can do with it. Yeah. And then, like, make it, the fact it's it's so easy to write humor and, like, make jokes about what's going on when you have a fourth wall breaking character. Yeah. So Deadpool was a good choice. Yeah. I think it's I think it's an easy movie to make work if the studio will let you make it work. Yeah. And I think the studio saw the popularity of the test footage and was like, you know, we can give them a, a mid ten figures, ten figures, eight figures, eight figures, mid eight figure budget. Ten million. Fifty million. Ten tens of millions. Tens I don't, of I don't yeah, remember the exact number. Yeah. We can we can throw them a budget like that and just see what happens. You know. Yeah. We'll, we'll let them try it. And they made it work. And so. They hit with that. I mean, it also helps, like, it definitely helps to have a character or an actor that's so invested in it. Yeah. That he's willing to pay out of pocket yeah. for things to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that does help. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds. We love you. We're always a hero. Yep. Mary he's going to die before we die. <sighs> Unless we're really lucky and he lives a long time and we die young. <laughs> yeah. He's not that much older than us. It's like, what? 40? Early is he? For, oh, he's gonna die before we do. Robert Downey Jr. is gonna die before we do. Yeah. Hugh Jackman's gonna die before we do. I don't like that we're this invested in pop culture mm. at this age. Because mm. all like we got Tom Holland, who's around for a while. We got yep. Tom Holland's and Daya. Uh, the entire cast of Stranger Things. The entire cast of Stranger. Uh, Except the grown-ups. Yeah. Yeah, we've got we've got some we've got some. I mean, also we got young kids that are going to grow up to be actors that we can fall yeah. in love with. Yeah, our favorite actor probably hasn't been born yet. That's probably statistically not true. I bet people's favorite actors are one that they grow up knowing. On yeah. Average. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. Uh, and then X Men Apocalypse happened. And then X Men Apocalypse happened. What? What? What a disappointment. Yeah, it's just not great. It's. It tries too much. Yeah. Not bit. like trying hard, but like it wants to put too much in it. it. Yeah. It tries to go too big too quick. Yeah. And so when they were first kind of pitching this movie to the public, they were like, this is not your normal bad guy wants to take over the world. This is an X-Men movie that's actually a disaster movie. Yeah. And I thought, okay, they're going to go all in. There's going to be some actual global conflict stakes. This is... I was seeing this as the capper to a, a second trilogy of X-Men movies, uh-huh. which it turns out it looks like Dark Phoenix is going to be the capper to a quadrilogy. Yep. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. And so, and then they, I think they probably had that idea that they were going to try to keep this run going. They were making money with these. They liked this new cast. And so they do pull a lot of punches and it's, 
it's not great. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's boring. The effects aren't great. Yeah. And I mostly just don't care about anything that's happened. I don't remember it. anything that happened. They redid the fucking uh, Quicksilver scene because that did well. So that played, like, yep. They just, they just rehashed what worked. Yeah. That felt like the studio being like, hey, this worked, let's do it again. Yeah. Don't Which, do that. Again, this seems like a something that Fox does where they're like, hey, here's a property that everyone loves. Let's push it into everyone's face and do callbacks and references and stuff. See, like the opposite of like this kind of thing is with so Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Season one was great. They kind of went with season two. They're like, that worked. Let's kind of do some of that again. And season two was like not, uh, not as good as one. Still great. Yeah, but there was some still some stuff where it was just like, kind of rehashed a little bit of those type of times. Yeah, but then you get like I so season two was pretty different because Punisher's in it and Elektra's in it, and it's all different dynamics. I think there's there's a few like Stick being around. Yeah, it's kind of a redo. And I guess I guess they bring Kingpin back in a very grand and glorious moment where they're like, "Look who's back! It's Kingpin!" Yeah, um, but then season three. Was basically like, all right, we could do some of the things we did that worked, but better. So, for example, the insane guy, who mm-hmm. you can kind of get, because Punisher 1 came out before Daredevil 3, right? Oh, yeah. So, the kid from Punisher 1, the mm-hmm. the military kid. Right. You get, they kind of like, that, that kind of worked. It was a pretty interesting story. So, they're like, we can do that better. Mm-hmm. Here's Bullseye. Yeah. And he was Bullseye, not Bullseye. Bullseye. Yeah, Bullseye. I'm it's fucking a stupid name. Thinking of Toy Story. <laughs> like, wait a minute. That's Ride like right. the wind, Bullseye. <laughs> so I'm they're just like, how can we make it way more insane? I'm imagining Vincent D'Onofrio riding on his back. God damn it. Ride like the wind, Bullseye. Oh, that was pretty close. Was... Not the worst impression yeah, I've ever done. I'm, I can't do impressions, apparently. You so. can't. That's not your thing. I, I always think I can. And I, I can't try. either. I can't mimic other things, but I can create a hell of a lot of voices. This is true. Please don't, though. Okay. Because we've got to talk about Logan. Yes, we do. We also are at an hour, or so an wow. hour and five minutes. So okay. Well, let's talk about Logan real quick. Yeah. Logan's great. Logan is great. Logan, Logan is, is the the thing where they're like, "Hey, we're actually gonna be we're gonna conclude a trilogy. We're gonna yep. fucking be done with it. Yeah. We're gonna kill him." And I think this is because they let James Mangold, who directed The Wolverine, actually, I think they let him really just be like, I'm going to do my creative vision. And he didn't go all out because they didn't let him do it in black and white like he really wanted to do, uh-huh. which that would have been cool. Would have been really artsy, and I probably would have thought it was stupid, yeah. but it would have been really cool. I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted about a lot of things. Yeah, that's kind of your life. Yeah. But I think, so... I think Logan is the moment that Fox started. Because looking at the next four movies, I think it's the moment, uh, hopefully for Dark Phoenix. But Logan, I think, is the moment Fox was like, all right, let's just go all in. Full send. All the See, way. I, I think Deadpool was that moment. And Apocalypse just happened to come out after Deadpool. Maybe. I think Deadpool. Apocalypse... Okay, so, so I think this is what it is. is Deadpool was a test on going full send. Mm-hmm. Apocalypse was already being made. So, because it was the same year. Yeah, it was within yeah. a couple months. So, like that, it, that was already made. Yeah. So, Deadpool was a test on going full send, mm-hmm. and then Logan. They're like, "All right, let's do it. Kill him. Kill, kill Logan. Kill, yep. kill Wolverine right now. Do, a do it. Bloody R-rated. <laughs> 
full all the way all in. out Wolverine movie that we deserve. Yeah. And then Deadpool two, where it was just like Deadpool one worked. Deadpool two did. No, let's do, well, let's just do make, your thing. Do your thing. Full hard R, like just bloody murderous everybody. Yep. Like what worked in Deadpool to uh, do it again. Kind of that same theme of, you yeah. know, Fox doing that, but it worked because Deadpool. I think again, they were like, here, you guys, you know what you're doing. Do it. Yeah. What I think Dark Phoenix is also going to do is I think they might do what they wanted to do in Apocalypse. If the, if this theme is to be uh, believed, mm-hmm. and maybe that's part of the reason that Dark Phoenix got delayed a bit, a little bit was because of the Disney thing. Mm-hmm. And if the Disney thing went through, they were like, all right, we can, we can kill this universe because mm-hmm. they're just going to reboot it. So they're going to have her kill everybody. Yeah. Which I'm pretty – what happens in the Dark Phoenix? Who uh, does she, I know she kills Xavier. She kills a bunch of people, but then she ends up dying. So yeah, this is their chance to just kill everybody. Yeah. Explode the universe with Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Adjust like you can change the story a little bit. Oh yeah, and it's it's surely going to be quite a bit different cuz yeah. the, the comic storyline has a lot with like aliens and intergalactic civilizations yeah. and all sorts of super comic booky nonsense. So but. full send, kill the universe. Do it. And then New Mutants is just do something different. Let's try Make a it a horror movie. movie. Yeah. I'm it's, so ready for this movie, dude. Yeah. I'm so excited. I need to go back and watch that trailer again. Yep. Yeah, no, it's I. It feels like they were just like, okay, well, they they almost feel like they're ahead of the trend on superhero movies. They're they're like, okay, mainstream superhero movies are going to be really hard to pull off now. Let's just let's try different things. Let's try rated ours. They, they settled into that niche right as they were getting bought out by Disney. Yeah. Um, I but, wonder if it's going to be a. I'm kind of thinking like there's a few things that could be with this Fox merger like kind of uh, a, a snide tactic. So one with the sports thing, maybe they sold the entertainment to Disney because they're like, Hey, if Disney focuses more on their like movies and entertainment, they'll kind of lax on the ESPN and we can kind of get a better grip on the thought on the, on the uh, sports side. Mm-hmm. So like let them get distracted by all the new uh, Marvel stuff they have now. Yep. And we'll take like all the sports viewers. Probably not going to happen because Disney's yeah. fucking I mean, loaded and huge. Well, mo- I mean, most of sports viewers is viewing events anyway, and that's just about who's buying what events yeah. and rights to what. Um, also, maybe they're like, yeah, yeah, you've got a foothold on the superhero genre. We know it's dying. We're doing some interesting stuff. Then you'll take it all and ruin it. Yeah. it Make you look bad. It really <laughs> feels like they're looking at the entertainment landscape and what might happen over the next five years and being like, you know, there's kind of a lot of risk here. Let's get out while we can and focus on some stuff that we know is going to stick around regardless. Yeah. Although maybe it won't, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm kind of excited to see how those last two movies go. New mutants and dark Phoenix. Yeah. Um, I'm also excited that they aren't going to ruin any more franchises like uh, Aragon or Percy Jackson. Which, yeah. Those are a couple of I really liked both of those books growing up and I really 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 hated both of those adaptations when they made movies. And I didn't learn until this morning that they were both Fox. Which makes sense when you consider that they've also uh well we talked about them ruining the Alien and Predator franchises mm-hmm. and they did the last two Die Hard movies, the completely unnecessary cash grab for which was you know a mostly watchable action movie but not a Die Hard movie and the I haven't even, I've just kind of refused to see it on principle five, which is supposed to be just atrocious, apocalyptically bad. Even last standily bad. Oof. 
Yep. First classly bad? Oh, I didn't know you were going for bad thing. I I thought you were just using titles to yeah. be goofy. I was like, I don't Wolverine Origins really bad, but that would have undercut my own point about that one being good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, they're also responsible, apparently, for that terrible Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. I've heard it's like, okay. I haven't. Oh, I haven't seen it. I kind of want to. What year did that come out? 2003? Yeah, I'm not going to bother. You think? I'm not going to bother with it. Maybe four. Um, yeah. Also, Avatar. They did Avatar. Oh, yeah. And Which then they was... commit. <gasps> That's kind of funny. Yeah. They did it. They did the first one, and then they committed to doing five more or four more, and then sold to Disney. Now Disney's stuck doing four more. I mean, I'm sure Disney can back out of doing well. You know, know. let's see that happen. I would love for the world to just turn on Disney because they they back out of doing wonder, Avatar. Yeah, I wonder how those how those rules work because I think New Mutants would still be released under Fox if it does go through with its release date. Mm-hmm. But. That's still a long way down the road. That's like more than a year away at this point. Yeah. So, I would love to see the world just turn on Disney because they back out of Avatar. That would be funny as fuck. No one cares about Avatar. No, eh, there's some people who are like, oh, it's the greatest movie of all time. It's like, no. It's there's just... a very tiny minority of people that think it's the greatest movie of all but time. But they're very vocal about it, which is kind of obnoxious. So are the people that think that, I don't know, Wolverine Origins is a watchable movie. Boom, self-burn. okay we'll Uh, see what happens yeah it's i don't know it's interesting i i think i'm starting to think this is kind of a smart move by fox them getting out of the the entertainment biz while the getting still good Mm -hmm. yeah because i think there's going to be a shake-up going back to our our last week but on the bright side i think it's good that disney has x-men and fantastic four yeah because i wouldn't even talk about fantastic four I don't want to talk about Fantastic Four. Bad, really bad. Oh God, no! <laughs> Pretty much. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even if they were figuring it out with their X Men properties, I still trust Disney to do a good job, and yeah. maybe even to recognize that that business model and take some of those creative people on board and be like, "All right, Disney just needs to allow for a rated R movie." Yep. Just do it. For fuck's sake. Yep. They'll figure it out. You're not all Disney princesses and, the, and stuff anymore. Like you, there's some dirty shit behind your curtains. Just let that come out in a movie. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the the menu is would be R rated if you were to put it in the. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, very much. All right. Remember the eye thing from season one? Oh no, Tony! <laughs> shall sweep. Fuck you. Don't even. Don't even. We shall. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening to this mess. That's really the... I'm, I'm sorry about this. What's next week? Uh, Toys That Want to Kill You. Toys That Want to Kill You! Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. In honor of Toy Story 4 and the Chucky... What do they call those? Child's Play. Child's Play series. Child's Play, the new one that's coming out. Those are both coming out real soon. We are revisiting our childhood and looking back at our favorite childhood toys. And we're going to just bat back and forth ideas on how all those toys could band together and kill us if they were suddenly anthropomorphized. Yep. This is gonna be a lot of fun if you've oh, got yeah, I love their toys. Yeah, if you've got if you've got toys that you want for us to figure out how they would murder you in your sleep, please let us know on Facebook where we're Justice Losers, on Twitter at Justice Losers Pod, on Instagram also at Justice Losers Pod, or in an extended list at Justice Losers Pod at gmail.com. 
Uh, tell us all about your toys, about your emotional attachment to them, about your deep-seated fears, and we will craft a story that will give you nightmares. That is a promise. No. I'm making unfounded promises no, for no, for the hope of viewer engagement. No, I'm selling no. out. I'm selling no. out. <laughs> uh, just like Fox sold out their properties to Disney. There we go. Tied it back. It and there was a point You're there. Lame. Uh, yeah. Um, feels like I'm supposed to say other. Oh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Podbean. Uh, where you can also find our reviews and, I don't know, occasionally we do something else. Um, talked about what we're doing next week. Talked about where you can find us. I feel like I'm missing something, but whatever. What am I supposed to say? Thanks for listening. That's the words. Yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>